This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Now, let's turn our attention to this. I feel the need, the need for speed. But Andrea doesn't even know what that's from. Top Gun? Oh, nice. Nailed yes. it. I knew it was a Top Gun reference. I think you're younger than Top Gun. We'd have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure. Googling. Uh, it was anyway. a VHS when I was a kid in the, the old parents' library. They're doing a sequel. Did you hear? No, I did not. I think Tom Cruise pretty much looks the same as he did anyway, so. Uh, his teeth have changed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And his religion, too, maybe. But, all right, Andrea Montgomery is here. Andrea produces the... Um, let me just read the list. That's the uh, Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge show. Yeah, that's your show. Yeah, I'm your producer. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. And you also, this week, you've been doing, um, well, pretty okay. No, you've been great. Aww. Filling in for Charles Adler this week. It's been a thrill. Uh, well, speaking of thrills, okay, the fun, there's a backstory to this because I was on vacation recently, mm-hmm. right? And I was away from my phone for a few hours and I came back and there's like a million messages from Andrea. And the last one was like, well, I'm just going to assume it's a yes. We're doing this. We're going up in, in planes. And what, what is going on? But it was the Springbank Air Shows this weekend. So what was today? Today was, I guess, their scare the media day is how you put that in the morning. Right. Yeah. So Which they, is, ha- they have yeah. everyone in and they give you kind of a sneak peek. And, you know, if you're really lucky, they put you in the sky. And I'm glad you did because I think if you had just said, Rob, do you want to do this? I, I probably would have just said no. <laughs> well, to be fair, I started the message as... I'm going to ask you a question and you're going to say yes. That's right. And then you said yes anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's wings over Springbank. They call it. It's the Springbank air show this weekend. I mean, the snowbirds will be there. The F-18s will be there uh, and a lot of other pilots. And we got to meet two of them today. Now I went up with a pilot by the name of Gary Wart out of Georgia. Now you were with, who was your pilot? Kent Peach. Kent and Peach. I remember that because his name is Peach and his but not plane, the fruit. No, but his plane is Jelly Belly. Not flavored, but sponsored, so it's all Jelly Bellies on it. Now, the plane I was in was, I think it's known as an MX-2. It's a small plane. The two of us barely fit in it, but it's a newer plane. Tell, tell me about your plane. Ooh, uh, okay. I don't know what it's called, but I know that it was the same type of plane used for training pilots when uh, the First World War was happening, and particularly after Pearl Harbor, he said that um, this particular plane, not the one I was in, but it's twin, so exact same model, one of the first planes shot at at Pearl Harbor was this model of plane. It was up in the sky when the Japs showed up, and it was a female flight instructor. So interesting story. So he was saying, you'll sit in the back, and you tell me how to fly the plane today. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you did fly it, though. I did. I got to fly it, which was neat. So once we got up and we got a little bit of space between us and the airport, um, he just basically said, okay, take the controls, and he had walked me through it. Um, so I like very lightly turn left. I very lightly turn right. We do like a little bit of a circle in the sky, go up a little bit, down a little bit, you know, sensitive. I don't want to take us out. He takes the controls and then we're upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Well, and I'll, t- I'll talk about my experience, but do you want to play? Do you have your interview there? Uh, yeah, you actually have to turn into Charles Adler tonight to hear that one. Oh, you're going to save it for tonight. I'm saving that one. Okay, but wait, all right. Well, what did you, tell me about what you thought of it. Were you freaked out? Um, a little bit. Like, I was, I was playing brave. I was having a good time. Um, I know that one of the things he does in the show is that he turns the engine off. 
So after we had done some loop-de-loops and upside-down moves, and I saw the ground clearly above my head, I was actually at the point where I was like, okay, that's kind of enough. I hope he doesn't turn the engine off, and I'm really glad he didn't because that would have scared me. No, actually, I felt a little weird when I got out of the plane, when I got to solid ground, but not in the air. In the air, it was just like, woo, I think it's also the rush, right? Yeah. Adrenaline keeping me healthy. Yeah, to me, the one, one thing I noticed was like the, the G-force, right? That really that pushes you back and how heavy that is. And just because at first when you're flying and I'm kind of sitting up and I'm looking all around and wow, what a beautiful, gorgeous view. And then once he gets it going and once you're doing all the, the maneuvers, you're forced back. I don't know how he was doing it. I don't know how he's still controlling the plane and keeping his bearings and noticing his uh, altitude and speed and all of that because... I, I couldn't move my head. I was just, oh, yeah. my head well, was all the way back. Had and a lot was, more horsepower than my plane, too. Yours is it like the, the modern race car versus me being in like the old muscle car, right? Right. And when we broke the sound barrier, it was really awkward. <laughs> yeah, right. It was, <laughs> no, it wasn't that fast, but it was fast. Well, okay. Well, why don't I'm going to play my interview here. Okay. Uh, this is my new pal, Gary Ward. I was a pilot out of Georgia, and uh, he took me up uh, into the MX2. And so here's our chat. Once we're back down on solid ground. Okay, well, we are now back on the ground after a pretty thrilling flight uh, with pilot Gary Ward in this uh, MX2 part of the Springbank Air Show this weekend uh, out of the great state of Georgia. Gary, you flew this. You flew this up here, didn't you? Yes, I did. Uh, I left, uh, actually, I flew in Sunday to Oshkosh, Wisconsin, spent a few days there, and then yesterday flew on into uh, Springbank. With, how how with, long have you been flying this plane? Uh, this is my 12th year of flying the MX-2, and it's just an awesome airplane. I love it. Yep. It, is, <laughs> it was quite a feeling because I was in the front. You were piloting from the back. <laughs> I just kept wondering the whole time, how are you? How do you see where you're going? How do you see what's going on around you? Well, we use peripheral vision, uh, looking out the side more than anything else. But I can see over the nose. But uh, as you notice, when we were taxiing out, I can't see over the nose. So I have to do, we call it S-turn, zigzag back and forth and looking out the side to clear the path. So we were doing, uh, we did some loops, we did uh, some barrel rolls, we did the, the Cuban 8, I think you call it, uh, which was all pretty intense. Uh, I had no idea which way we were facing or our altitude, but of course, you know, you, you got to be aware of everything going on, your speed, your altitude, all of that. How do you keep your bearings? I don't know. I think it's uh, some some of it you you kind of either got or don't have, other of it, the rest of it you can kind of learn, but it's, uh, it's called situational awareness, and of course when we're doing an air show, we have to know exactly where we are, what how we're coming out of the maneuver because it's always a no-no to come back over the crowd or direct energy toward the spectators right yeah and i mean uh, so how fast were we going up there uh at one point in time we were doing over 200 knots that's uh over 230 miles per hour you'll have to convert that to kilometers <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah and the, the funny part you know we, we flew out with another plane a much slower airplane we're about to fall out of the sky just to stay with him <laughs> that's right all right so Adam, maybe you were taking it easy on me so tell us a bit more about what you're going to be doing this weekend okay i'll be doing uh variations of what we did today but much more aggressive much more violent maneuvers you know just throwing the airplane around deliberately stalling it at times at high speeds and so i'll be doing tumbling maneuvers i'll do uh, a torque roll maneuver where i go straight up keep rolling to the left until it won't go anymore and try to slide back through my slope smoke so yeah so it's one thing i mean <laughs> to learn how to fly a plane to become good at flying a plane how do you get into doing this this kind of uh, this kind of performance uh well i 
I've I've been flying since I was 16 years old, but I got into the real hardcore aerobatics uh, much later in life. I always loved doing it, and, and it was only then that I acquired an airplane, uh, an airplane previous to this one, that was capable of doing it. And uh, you just practice, 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 and I, I, I love doing it. You seem like a mild-mannered guy, but up in the air, you become this, this daredevil. Yeah, my personality changes a bit. <laughs> All right, well, thanks so much for the flight, Gary. All the best this weekend. Uh, it was great. Thanks, Rob. Pleasure to have you fly with me. Yeah, there you go. Gary Ward, aerobatics.com, by the way, is his website. Now, Andrew, you, you found it kind of funny that <laughs> I was I, they had to put a parachute on. <laughs> yeah, let me tell this. So we're all getting ready, and uh, our pilots wanted to fly up together so that they could kind of mess around in the sky, do some chasing of each other, and we could go up together, and we could get pictures. I could get pictures of Rob in the, air, in the airplane. So uh, we're standing there about to get ready, and I see Rob preparing to get into the cockpit, and I see Rob, he has this signature move. Um, that if you've met him in person, you would know it. He kind of does a half eye roll and shakes his head back when he, and you can, you can, I know myself in person. I never seen that. You can, you can hear it. He's going, Oh, of course. So he does this and I'm like, Oh man, I got to get over there. So I go over and they've got these like really flat backpacks and uh, Rob's getting suited up and I'm like, Oh, Hey, what's that thing? (laughs) It's a parachute. (laughs) And just the look on Rob's face when that parachute, you can check it out. We've tw- we both tweeted <laughs> this picture. Yeah. Just, but but it was like, funny. Okay. Yeah. Like at no it's point insurance. really was. I didn't have a parachute. I just had a buckle. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just the kind of, because I don't know how you would jump out of your plane. No. It would no. be harder because with ours, it was just the glass canopy comes down. Yeah. Which would be easy to open, I guess. And that's pretty much what he said. He said, here's what you pull to make the, the parachute go. And he's sort of explaining the doomsday scenario in which we would have to, to bail. <laughs> so it's basically, I'll open the canopy and then you're pretty much on your own. Because I'm, I'm in the back and I can't really help you. <laughs> so I was wondering, like, did he say, is there an eject where the seat pew, tosses you up into the sky at all? Or I don't know. I don't, I don't know now. I don't think so. I think we would just have to basically jump out. Because he also, didn't show me we where there was that an eject. high, were we? Like, you'd have to we were around five or 6,000 feet, I think, were we? I was like... Woo! <laughs> were you nervous at how close our planes were flying to one another? Uh, not so much. Not so much. I know you mentioned that, but it felt like just because they were small planes. And I think sh- if we weren't there, they, they'd probably get a lot closer. Yeah, I saw some videos yeah. I looked up after we got here of them, um, not your pilot, but Kent, my pilot, with someone else flying upside down and looking at each other, like head to head. Do you know what I mean? One of the planes upside down and flying right in above each other. But he did mention that they're going to fly in formation. So I kind of expected... Some sort of closeness right. in that way, right? Well, they'll do, yeah, they, they got a lot planned for this weekend, as, as Gary said. And, um, yeah, I mean, the snowbirds, that's what they do. They're like the Harlem Globetrotters of this stuff, Did you stuff, see right? them when we were taxiing out, getting all shined up? Yeah. Oh, beauty. Yeah. Beauty. Well, I did chat with one of them. So we'll take a break here. We'll come back, and uh, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i play that interview. Uh, you're going to have to listen to Charles Adler tonight to hear Andrea's uh, interview with, uh, where was Kent from, by the way? North Dakota. North Dakota. Yeah. He was a really outgoing guy. Oh, he was great. <laughs> right. Gary was kind of mild-mannered, but yeah, I can't tell. Uh, he, was, he was pretty gregarious, as they say. <laughs> yeah. All right. Andrea, thanks for this. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So we'll take a break. As mentioned, we'll come back, uh, play for you that interview with uh, one of the snowbirds today. We're back after this. All right. Welcome back. Uh, yeah. So as mentioned, I mean, the F-18s are going to be uh, at the air show this weekend at uh, Springbank. Uh, snow, uh, so... Snow too. So too are the snowbirds. Uh, so we were out there this morning, had a chance to catch up with Lieutenant Michelle Tremblay, 
with the renowned Snowbirds. Right. Well, everyone knows the Snowbirds, and of course, that's going to be a big part of the uh, Spring Bank Air Show here this weekend. Uh, so tell us, give us a bit more on some of the background of the Snowbirds, for people not familiar. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so the Snowbirds are a um, demonstration team. Uh, we're actually part of 431 Air Demonstration uh, Squadron, uh, which is out of uh, Saskatchewan, not too far away from here. And um, our squadron is a specialist uh, in giving uh, uh, formation flying, actually aerobatic formation flying. So how do you get into that? <laughs> so the the team has existed uh, since 71. Uh, Canada actually uh, had its uh, uh, air demonstration team uh, come about in 1967 uh, with the Golden Centenaires and uh, so the Snowbirds were actually uh, created uh, uh, in 71 and this year is very special for us of course because it's Canada 150. Uh, and these planes that you fly, tell us about these planes. Absolutely. Um, so the uh, Snowbirds fly the CT-114 Tudor jet. It's a perfect jet for aerobatics as it can go in higher and lower speeds um, and it's very, very uh, versatile. It actually is uh, can be, if you will, uh, the race car of the air. Yeah. And so when you're not doing air shows like this, so then, then what do you do in the rest of the time? Uh, well, uh, you you would not believe it's a, it's like an Olympic team getting ready for that big big competition. Uh, so we practice all year round. Uh, the pilots uh, fly, uh, in fact, twice a day um, to uh, bring practice each and every formation. Uh, they start off with uh, two to three uh, jets at a time, and then they work themselves until they can fly super, really tight up until, uh, in fact, nine planes at a uh, distance of uh, four feet of, of uh, overlap, actually. <laughs> Uh, you know, and like you say, it's almost like an Olympic team. And, and so how do you get onto that team? How do you express an interest or try out? What's it like getting on the team? Each and every member is a regular force member of the Royal um, uh, Air Force, mm-hmm. uh, Canadian Air Force. And um, so they are selected. Uh, there's a process that goes on. Uh, in fact, this year we have four new pilots that are that have just joined the squadron. Uh, they're conducting at this time, they're conversion version training and they will be on the 2018 team so each pilot um, on average is uh, part of the squadron for two to three years and uh, they actually train the new pilots uh, because it is a very unique expertise and they need to carry that on to um, their replacement all right well that's great well I know people excited to see the snowbirds this weekend thanks so much for making some time for us here thank you very much it was a pleasure now, there you go. That's uh, Lieutenant Michelle Tremblay uh, with the Snowbirds. So they'll be a part of it this weekend. The F-18s, uh, much, much more wings over Springbank. Goes tomorrow and Sunday. Uh, we got to take one more break here. We are back to wrap things up on a Friday afternoon right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.